0: Should be Thursday. All right.
1: <laughs> the, that deep sigh to start us off. Was just in the in unison.
0: <sighs> um, All right. I'm gonna do this. Yes, we're gonna do this. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Cheers, Paige.
1: Cheers. I got coffee today.
0: Oh well, fair. I can't judge. Like it sounds a little aggressive. I'm like, you're not drinking alcohol. Um, I'm going to warn you though, the okay. beer that I just cracked, mm-hmm. it's a top 10 beer on the Adam beer list. And it's not, I don't believe been featured on this podcast before. Oh, so it very is very
1: exciting. Oh, you a know, the beer. first,
0: the first sip too, you just, you know, Oh, I'm going to take another Hold
1: on. <laughs> Excuse me while I take another.
0: Now this is, this is one of those beers though, that like you do three of them. And you will, you know, get into a football game with your mailbox. You, I will tackle my, you know, like d- bad things can happen if you do these ones a little aggressively and they have happened.
1: Um, you know, what probably makes that beer better is that you are drinking it while wearing a municipal shirt.
0: I gotta say, I think the, the range of colors, I, I think this is the purple second go around. I, it's just, okay. it, it, you know, it fits the mood. Um, and there's, and I'm still wearing the shorts, except I'm trying to find a way where I can show my shorts without like putting my groin into the camp, (laughs) like, like for it to not be an aggressive movement. Um, we're going to work on that. I
1: actually think that we might, we made the bet on the, was it the Florida state game? The Florida state weight game?
0: Um, I'm not saying I don't remember because I think I'm going to, I'm
1: going to go back and listen Fuck. and see, cause I think that we did and you have to do an outfit of the day, but, um, mm. municipal.com use no puns 20 to get 20% off. So you can look like Adam Kramer. Um, I feel like is an excellent.
0: Well, it's way also to sell
1: this to the people.
0: I will say it's like, it's getting to be hoodie season. I'm, I don't, I don't normally, I, I like to wear golf shirts. I'll wear golf shirts all year round, but I got the municipal hoodie. I don't want to do it during the pod because I feel like I'll just sweat the whole time. Uh, but it's <laughs> nice. Like I la- the other night, cigar, walking a dog, cigar, municipal hoodie. Mm, it's a win. It's a big win. Great Dad's color, so too. Da- oh, there's so some hard. extreme dating. So, yes, and we'll talk about game day upsets because the like the internet is delivering. Like college football chaos plus uh getting people's upset picks with municipal, like it's been a good, healthy combination this year. Now, what is not a healthy combination is being the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers right now. Um, Paul Chris, and I, I I don't want to sound like a dick, probably one of the more boring head coaches in college football. And that's not a bad thing at all. Paul Chris seems like a just a nice, genuinely good dude that liked coaching football that did a good job is out. Yeah. They're going to pay him 11 million dollars not to coach. His buyout was 19 million. <clears throat> they negotiated it down to 11. Um so this was a Sunday afternoon nugget drop. I was sh- pretty shocked by this one. I, what was your level of surprise on this one?
1: I was shocked. Um I know there's been like a lot of conversation in the Pac-12 about David Shaw as well. And like him and Paul Chris were probably two that I would say stability-wise, had, like, yeah. the safest jobs possible, because even if they're losing, um, they're still very beloved at the places they're at, and I didn't think that there would be any movement on that. So I feel like um, maybe it was time, but I don't know that I was, like, ready for it to be time. And I, it seems like the players were, were not entirely thrilled about the decision. Um, and it's just weird. It's a weird time to do it but maybe it's because they feel like okay everybody's firing their coaches so why not this take this opportunity because he doesn't have a losing season often and I feel like they are struggling so maybe that's why but I it was very shocking to me
0: so I think a few things like getting blown out by Illinois who's favored over Iowa this week by the way um just I'm just gonna leave that I'm gonna leave it alone don't want to talk about (laughs) it thank you for appreciating my privacy um, but that's bad. Like the optics of that are bad. Your former coach coming in, the game was lifeless. I think Wisconsin had two yards rushing in that game. Like, like it was bad. Um, yeah. you know, but last year it was trending poorly and then got better. Uh, I think what they're doing is they have a defensive coordinator in Leonard, Jim Leonard, who like, who a coveted guy. And this is a way for him to, to maybe Marcus Freeman himself into a job. Mm -hmm. young coach with a lot of promise that people like that was probably going to get coaching looks. And now Wisconsin can can look at it actively and say, is this the right dude for the job? So in that sense, I get it, but um, it still doesn't make it any, like, are we reaching, you and I have talked about this a bit. I've written about it. I think we're reaching a point of like where money doesn't matter and loyalty doesn't matter And if you just lose a couple of games, literally you can lose your job. And I don't, I get that it's a business and it's results oriented. There's something about this that just doesn't like, doesn't bother me. It just feels off. And I don't think it's sustainable. It's probably the biggest thing.
1: Yeah. I feel like we're in a frustrating time because again, like all the things you mentioned, it is a results based job. You get paid to win games But it's not easy to win college football games. And especially this year, like, it's complete and utter chaos. It is. Like, there is so much going on and so many teams, like, it feels like a little bit of an overreaction. And it also just feels like not fair because, no offense, but there are probably some people that are paying to have these guys not coach that think they can do a better job. And it is a difficult job. It's not easy by any means. So that part I think is frustrating is because it feels weird that the people making the decisions behind some of this stuff maybe aren't – are listening to some people that they probably shouldn't be listening to.
0: Oh, make no mistake about it. You make this move because you have the support of a person or a handful of people that say, how much do you need? I'm Mm -hmm. in. Here's who I want. I mean – And they have control
1: over who's next, and it's it's just—it's very—it feels very grimy because you feel bad. And then there's, but I mean, I don't imagine Paul Chris will be like uh, Coach O and go on like a revenge tour and be like, "Look, I'm not getting paid to coach, and I'm going to go have fun and do whatever, and you know, go viral on the internet." No, so there's benefits to being fired, but it also just sucks. It sucks. Yeah.
0: No, I think the money. I think very the eleven million dollars is like you're handed an 11 million dollar check to not do your job and the buyout is probably like hinging on like he doesn't have to coach right often with these jobs it's like hey you get this but you have to try to get a job first and then they're gonna pay for some of your buyouts like the whole bama thing yeah um this is probably just hey we're gonna give you 11 million dollars before i think it was like i don't know early next year like Oh my God, that's amazing. But there is a human element that like how the sausage is made and the meat grinder of college football and football in general. That's just, I don't love it. I don't love it. I get it. And Paul, Chris was probably, uh, even though I was surprised, I would imagine Paul Chris probably was not surprised. Uh, Here's my other, my last thought on this. What is, we talked about it with Arizona state. Like, where are you and Wisconsin as a job? Now I'm closer to the, I'm two hours from the school and I've spent time at Madison um, it's a beautiful campus. It's an amazing university academically, athletically. It's great nationally. Cause I think it's, I, I think it's awesome. If I, I went to Iowa, spent time at Iowa, if I would redoing it again, again, Iowa loyalty, Wisconsin's a school I could probably spend time at and get kicked off at because I'd have too much fun. Where yeah. are you at nationally? And like, okay, this is a football job that's open. I think it's X.
1: Yeah. Um, this ranks higher for me than I know we talked about Georgia Tech. We talked about Arizona State. Yep. I think this in terms of like when you talk to people about like tailgating in, in college football, one of the oh, yeah. number one places that people say is Madison. And yeah. so I think that environment, I mean, we've seen the jump around videos, all of that. I think it's a lot easier of a sell Um, having big noon kickoff, you know, yeah. Maybe there instead of in at Michigan or Ohio State, you're the you're the next best option there. I think it makes it more enticing nationally than a lot of the other jobs that are available. It's the best um,
0: opening right now.
1: Yes. Yes. Without say, question. Without so,
0: question. All right, let me ask you a hypothetical because Brian Harson's going to be fired at some point. It's a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Auburn or Wisconsin? I, I don't know. I've been The SEC about this.
1: fans are going to be so mad at me. It's in here. If I would like to be a college football playoff in the college football playoff conversation, I don't want to have to play Nick Saban every year.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's, um, yeah and,
1: like... and I would say the boosters are probably a little bit more tolerable at Wisconsin and the requests there are a little bit, the, there's a little bit of a wiggle room. It's not as intense as it would be at Auburn. So I would I would say personally, I would be like, okay, well, Wisconsin.
0: I'm, I'm kind of with you there for all the reasons okay. you outlined. I, I think it's – but I, I'm biased because I love the city, I love the town, and I think it's got a, an amazing fan base.
1: Yeah. See, I'm not biased because I I like the SEC. I love Alabama. Mm. I think the SEC is the best conference in the country. Oh but
0: um, – All right, let's talk SEC. Let's talk Georgia. So um, – Georgia pissed me off this past weekend. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you why because it impacted our workflow. Um,
1: <laughs> you
0: and I were covering college football for Bleacher Report. was set to write about Alabama, had the had the story, I don't know, three quarters of the way done, and then Georgia looked like shit. Um, mm-hmm. So Georgia wins against Missouri. It was kind of gross. Uh, biggest thing for me, Paige, that stood out is like the line of scrimmage, not to get too super football-y, but like Missouri was pushing them around for a while. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, with about 10 minutes left, I think Missouri probably got tired. Some of the play calling in that game on Missouri's side was an atrocity. Oh my God. Um, but they pushed them. So where are you on Georgia as we stand today?
1: Um, well, I don't think they're the best team in the country currently. Agreed. Um, the last couple of weeks, they just have shown that they have weaknesses, which is normal. Um, but I would say that leaves you open to potential to lose, and you really can't afford to lose unless it's in the SEC championship. Um, if you want to get back to the college football playoff, yeah. And so that's really my assessment now is like they are they're really walking the line here in terms of okay, if you have one bad loss, you even if even if you have a bad loss during the regular season, it could cost you because um, yes. there is just so much chaos this year that it, it could be pretty dangerous to to leave that up to other teams to lose in order for you to get in.
0: I think um, – so we'll see with how this carries over. It's really – what an odd season because the Oregon win – Oregon looks like they're actually not bad. That win has been the most impressive win, I think, of any team this year still just in terms of yeah. like – Overwhelmingly convincing, but they didn't mm-hmm. look great against Sanford. They didn't look great against Kent State, and then you have a game like this. So it doesn't feel like a blip anymore because there's been some concerning things. So I'm I'm just curious. The schedule is still not. I was gonna pull up the schedule because you were talking about it. They have some. Alabama used some shit teams. Sorry, Mandy fans. To get right, Um, and before Bryce Young, who we'll talk about in a second, got hurt, like it helped them. So. They play Auburn this week at home. That's going to be a gross game. That might be Brian Harson's last game. They play Vandy at home. They play Florida at home. And they play Tennessee, which could be tough, but it's at home, at Mississippi State, at Kentucky, and Georgia Tech. Can they lose some of those games? Yeah. Um, I'd still be surprised if they lost a regular season game, though. Like, I – like. My my you know, like playing on the road to the SEC I guess is tough, but I'm kinda of waiting. Like, that's not the worst path, like, to get there by any means.
1: No. I would have thought that my my point really is that like it when we saw them play against Oregon, my thought was there's no chance they lose in the regular season.
0: I think I agree. now
1: now like you said, it's possible. It's possible yeah. if you I don't there's a TikTok sound that's going around that's like fuck around and find out like if you fuck around Georgia you're going to find out like you're going to find out that you are beatable and i feel like that's where this is headed and i think that's true for everybody at this point in college football because we've seen it happen um so yeah i i i just think it's more realistic now looking at what they um have put together in terms of performances against maybe lower level teams that is a little bit concerning
0: um before we talk about Bryce Young, I want to tell you a story how I hurt my shoulder like Bryce Young did and what happened. Are you ready for this? Is this I... where you're
1: about to tell us you could have gone D1, but you got hurt?
0: You can inquire of that, what you were. <laughs> um, oh, no. Uh, no, I won't do that. But I. But you could have maybe. I could have. I was in baseball, not football. Um, But I was in a summer league game. This was my junior year of high school. I was a pretty good baseball player. I hit a ball. I was on fire. I crushed this ball. And we were playing into the wind. And I pimped the home run, right? bat flip, started jogging. It hit off the top of the fence. It came back in to the field of play. My coach is just motherfucking me. The entire way. My first base coach is fine. I, it's a single, right? I hit this thing so hard. I'm like, I had hit a homer in like two straight games. I'm like, this is easy. I'm on first base. I'm not paying attention at this point. Somebody goes to pick me off. I get back. I, my, my arm hits the ground. Click, click. Shoulder, AC joint, pops out like that. Get in there, I'm like, huh, that, feel, that felt kind of fucked up. That, that's probably not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Next day, hurt like hell. Six months later, you know, major shoulder surgery because my arm would come out of place like every single time. All because I pimped a home run. I don't so think we've ever talked about that. So is, uh, so
1: is your lesson here not to pimp home runs?
0: No, pimping home runs is great. You just got to make sure you, you, you got to be more mindful of the conditions. Can't believe that ball didn't go out of the yard. I mean, it was crushed. Um, I know,
1: I'm, but Bryce but,
0: Young, I, I, it's the. I, I don't want to go all like I did this thing, like that. I know his pain. looked know looks like it hurt like hell. Yeah, and he was um, mad too.
1: He was mad, mad. He, he was, he he was really he was mad. Really he's really yelling.
0: Mad. So like, and what Nick Saban's saying? He's had this before. He's day to day. I don't know. I know this. Like that. When that's to your throwing shoulder and you play at that level, like. It just feels like this is going to be a thing. And I really hope I'm wrong because Bryce Young is like one of my favorite humans to watch throw footballs. And so I'm curious, where are you on like the panic level for Alabama?
1: I'm not particularly panicked. And I think it's because we saw what they did after he was out. I think they looked great. Like, I think it took a little bit and a few reps and then they were good to go. They look like a winning team still. Yeah. Um. So that should be frightening for other people that if this is the case, <laughs> yes, like yes. they're That's still fine. They're still Alabama. Um. But in terms of Bryce, like I, I don't want to play the injury game. And I hope that the local reporters in Tuscaloosa just don't agitate the bear and have him have clips of him getting mad every week when they push and push and push and pry about the injury because – Ultimately, like we'll just see what happens. It's fine. Just please don't push him to rant about this injury because I just already know it's happening. And also, if you're on Twitter, that doesn't actually qualify you as a doctor. So.
0: Oh, I hate those fuckers.
1: Oh, it's even though
0: I just did it. I hate no, them. No, 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 uh, no, no,
1: no. But like with like injuries like that, not head trauma. That's a little different. Um, no, it's
0: just it. Like it, by the way, we obviously love Nick Saban. His post game uh, interview. Where the question was worded like, "How did you think the team responded?" And in his mind, he had already braced for, "Please don't ask me about Bryce Young." And like, yes. kind of, like I, I thought it was, I thought it was actually hilarious. Now, because that's vintage Nick. And then in the in the post post game, when Nick could cool down a little bit, stressful game, got a little weird, and then you know talked about giving Jimbo his game plan and telling him who was gonna play. Like, there's a lot of full-on Nick Saban, like, fun on Nick display Saban in Pressoring. the last... Oh, yeah. um, Yeah, Milrow. Jalen Milrow. Like, it is kind of daunting you mentioned something where, like, you bring a um, redshirt freshman who looks, like, physically really unbelievably impressive and then runs for 70 yards. Like, that's... The Heisman winner goes down and Alabama just replaces him with a yeah. super capable, super talented dude. Like, that is... Full on down style. Way. Yeah, yeah it, like that game got weird for a while. But I hope Bryce Young is healthy, obviously. Um me too. And the point spread against AM uh makes it seem like he he is going to be just fine. That's that's, that's my read of also, it. Also
1: I would also say that like we'll obviously get to this a little bit, but um in terms of preview, but like there's gonna be no mercy on scoring points here and running up a score. Um, oh, whatsoever. Yeah.
0: Nick so, remembers. Just yeah. Nick, Nick
1: never forgets. So. Nick
0: Nick doesn't forget. All right. So let's do a little dumpster fire watch. Bigger <laughs> dumpster fire. Oklahoma or Texas A M? Hmm.
1: I'll say Texas A M because Oklahoma has a new coach, so it's fair to have like a rough start. Um. Both dumpster fires in terms of uh. You're not making the playoff anymore. Yeah, so that's that. not even in the conversation, and ruined all chances of that very early on. And we were we were rooting for you. We wanted yeah. you to be in the conversation, not you Texas A&M. But um, yes. What do you think? Would you say Texas A- Texas A&M or Oklahoma?
0: So um, I agree. Oklahoma
1: was very twangy. Oklahoma.
0: Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would agree with Texas A&M. I think the okay. more like optically awful. Dumpster fire. It was Oklahoma last week. Like, holy shit. Oh, in terms in. of
1: like bad losses yes. and how you lose, like Oklahoma takes the cake.
0: That Oklahoma TCU game took seven hours. I mean, <laughs> it was it was like odd. It felt like there was a weather delay or something. I don't believe there was. There so, was an
1: injury delay for a little bit.
0: Okay. But it still took like that game was going on for for many hours after the fact. In any event, yes. um, Yeah, I I was surprised because I thought Oklahoma early on against lesser competition looked good. But the answer is Texas A&M and Jimbo. Um, He's owed like $100 million. And they have like really good players, really good athletes. The offense is a mess. I've said it here. I've said it on Twitter. He needs to have his Lane Kiffin moment like that uh, Nick Saban had. He needs to get his hands out of the offense and figure out somebody that can help run it so he can run his team. It's Mm -hmm. the smartest thing Nick Saban ever did was letting go of murder ball and bringing in people that can do it, like Lane Kiffin, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, you know, even Bill O'Brien who people don't necessarily love, but still you're bringing in people that could take it over and run a certain style of office. Op- Jimbo yeah. needs to have that moment because there, we, we wanted to write a story two years ago talking about this being the future of football because there's so much money and so many good things being injected to it that it can't fail. It's kind of failed. Um, certainly at the level that's unacceptable for A&M, given how much they've supported him. I mean, he's just got a new contract like three months ago, right? Like, yeah. So well, it's and it's recruiting. got a turn.
1: And the recruiting, like you are kicking ass in recruiting. You can't blame this on anybody else but you. As a coach. Correct. Like, I, I hate to say it. And when you're jawing at somebody else, like, come on, man.
0: I, I, I'm with you there. I I at some point the recruiting pitch is gonna wear off, even though you're gonna give them millions of dollars. So maybe it won't wear off. Um <laughs> Yeah,
1: allegedly they're not paying them, but
0: um you so gotta start
1: using that to his benefit.
0: Let's talk about one of the funniest things over the last couple of weeks, which is Aaron Judge watch in CFB. Yes. <laughs> Um, so it, I'm interested actually to get your take on this. You and I haven't okay. really talked about this. Mm-hmm. So while Aaron judge was trying to get Homer's 61 and 62, 62. which is pretty amazing, by which the way, he's done, which he by just the way. did, Congratulations. which he has done. Yeah. It's awesome. He seems by the way, like one of the nicer human beings. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm Aaron, I'm pro Aaron judge just cause it like, I'm looking at him talk and I'm like, this is like a, like we, a baseball player that you create in a video game. This and is an athlete just, you
1: create in a video game. Like,
0: it's just like, he just seems pretty chill. Um, it's a as tight aside. end you create. So we've been cutting into football games along the way, and people are pissed. Yeah. Where are you on this?
1: So I love baseball. Baseball was like the first sport that I fell in love with. And I think, even though I'm an A's fan, I don't like hate the Yankees completely um yes. at least when my team's not involved in the playoffs in any way so I don't mind um but I think I would have preferred if we like stayed at full screen and did like the small screen of him batting but like the two side by side and making a football game smaller while this was happening bothered me a little bit. Because it's like, if somebody is genuinely wants to watch this, they will seek out their phone. They will seek out something else to be able to watch him every at bat. And so use your ESPN app to send alerts every time he's at bat. I'd much rather you interrupt my day doing that than when I've actively chosen to sit and watch a football game. And I think too, it's weird because of all of the sports, there's not as much of a crossover when it comes to college football fans and baseball. I feel like every other pro sport that you could possibly imagine could have something like, I feel like the NBA is just no, don't do that. Baseball and NBA are probably the two furthest away. If you were doing this as like Tom Brady's about to throw his whatever touchdown in a single season. And it's a record. Like people would be fine interrupting football with football, but I think interrupting football with baseball was just like very triggering for a lot of people. I think it's amazing that he, I'm glad we got to watch it. I'm glad we got to see it, but it still was like, people can figure out how to watch it without you shoving it down our throat. CSPN.
0: I did not have a huge issue with it. I actually was more drawn into people being super pissed about it than I was. Yeah. The actual event itself. I agree with you actually from, in terms of access now, do I really need to see that moment live? Not really. I didn't see it live.
1: No, you're going to get an alert on your phone. that It it was on Twitter.
0: I didn't miss anything. I saw it like three minutes later. So I don't, Really think there's this like urgency to see it while it happens. I don't need to see it. I I actually wanted to see it. Somebody I, I got the alert that it would been hit. Uh-huh. So it wasn't on Twitter. And then I'm like, okay, I'd like to see this. You open up Twitter, there's the video. Yeah. And I was like, cool. You, or That's awesome. you get Congrats. a bleacher
1: report alert that is you open it and the video is right there. It'll right there. alert you to your phone. Um, that's why I think I had an issue with it because I, I've worked in alerts and I know that there is alerts from every single app coming in to show you that, that like, is it something you really needed to watch live? Unless you're like a Yankees fan, but you're, if you're a Yankee fan, you're watching. You're watching. Like you're, you're watching every single at bat. So you're not watching a college football game. And if you are like, you have it on two screens. Like that's just how sports fans work. I don't know. My thought process Was I didn't need to do that, but maybe there are people that were not, you know, watching it that were like, "Oh, I love this check-in." Which I would love actually if like people who are listening to this, if you were like totally fine with the check-ins and like actually kind of preferred it as like a sports fan overall, let us know because I'm very curious if there are any.
0: Um, we need to transition from Aaron Judge to another New York football team, Syracuse (laughs) Orange, who on Saturday beat the Wagner. Did you know what the Wagner mascot was? No. Do you know what that is?
1: No. Wait, can I guess? Oh yeah. Um, is it a Jack Rabbit?
0: No, that's a great guess though. Um... this is actually this is this is a doozy of a college team. This is like because there is an NFL mascot. There's an NFL team with that has this. this? Yes.
1: Um, okay, hold on. Are they the Colts?
0: Wagner Colts sounds way better than what Wagner is, but no.
1: Okay, what are they?
0: I will give you, they are the Wagner Seahawks.
1: Seahawks, okay, I would have never guessed that because I hate Seahawks. That's forced,
0: yes. Good logo though, solid, crisp, (laughs) like Seahawks, better logo than Seahawks. So, Syracuse is kicking the living shit out of Wagner. It is (laughs) 49 to nothing at halftime. I have to do some math. You know what's bad when I'm looking at the box score (laughs) doing math in my head? Okay, it's forty nine to nothing, mm-hmm. and they decide to go to ten minute quarters. In now we've seen this; um, it's yeah? been a while. I yeah, we've seen. I think we've seen running clock type things. It's been a long time. Running though.
1: clock, yeah. I feel like is different though because you still get the full minute or you still get the full time. It's just the clock still runs. This was like yeah, we agree we'll play ten minutes, and like Shh. ten minute quarters, which. I had to check to make sure it was real. Like we, I, I mentioned that we send alerts for stuff. I had to make sure that, that was real before our alerts team was like telling everybody that that's what was happening. I, I made sure it was on the Syracuse football official account on Twitter. I thought it was a dupe because I was like, "What in the world?" That I didn't know that was a thing.
0: I want to point out some of the stats from this game, okay. and then I'll give you my opinion. <laughs> the Wagner quarterback, Mr. Ryan Kraft, for the game was two for six. For 19 yards and an interception. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wagner, Wagner rushing in this game. Had 32 carries for 31 yards. There was two wide receivers with catches. Julian Jordan. One for 15. And Chase Stafford one for four. Okay. It, I, this is one of the the worst box scores I've ever seen. It was like 630 yards to 50. So, I actually don't have a problem with this. My problem is why? Why do you schedule this game? I get, I get paying teams to come in, but this actually seems like a genuine potential safety hazard. Yeah. Like, like this is like I, I get it. You want to play the Mac? You want to play South Alabama? This actually seems like a like a really like good not great idea. When you're shortening quarters to ten minutes, you probably shouldn't have played the football game. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just, it's not great.
1: It's not great. And, I mean, I know it made for uh, good content on the internet. But, yeah, like you said, the safety hazard part of this whole thing is like, hey, let's not get kids hurt in the process. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was wild to me.
0: And wild also, the Ole Miss press box. <laughs> the Ole Miss coaches. Um, Lit. Guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. You you win a football game against a top ten team that probably shouldn't have been top ten in Kentucky. You celebrate maybe some questionable camera positions. Would you yeah, say, Paige? Like, yeah, had some bellies. Um
1: <laughs> But like, what is what is football without some bellies? You know oh Hell I mean? yeah.
0: Good for them. <laughs> like among these coaches, I'm like like, yeah. Who like, cares? Who cares? In that moment, you literally <laughs> don't care.
1: But also when you go viral on the internet, like why not? Like, honestly.
0: No, it was like, it, it's charming. Like it it's is. a charming belly. It,
1: it, they were charming bellies, which, you know, you're not going to hear very often, but I would say that was a charming bellies moment. Um, point for the big guys, because I yeah, mean, it was great. It's
0: like, it, I, I, it's just, um, we've seen two uh, coaches press box yeah. interactions this year. Yeah. You saw that. And then you're seeing people just beat the shit out of their workspace. Like, yeah. right? Like, so this has been the year of the coaching cameras, like in there. And we're not done. Like, yes. I, I absolutely, that's the better one, seeing joy on coaches' faces. By the way, when you're in the press box too in games, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a really fun thing after a team wins a big game when the coaches sprint. Like, yelling, like, just Do you remember the Georgia coaches? Oh, yeah.
1: That was amazing. That was actually one of the cooler parts. Because for those that have not been in a press box, when you sit in the press box, the coaches' press boxes, there's, like, doors and stuff. But, like, it's open and so you can hear um, on, like, the other side. And so they – but you use the same elevator to get down to the field and everything like that. And when they won the national championship, they were, like, first of all, cheering like crazy, but, like, sprinting to get down there to celebrate – um, it was, it was really,
0: really cool. I, these guys put so much of their lives into this. Yeah. That actually the moments like that. And that was like a kind of a miracle win, to be honest, when you look at Whoa, how this was able to.
1: 40 years of not having that beating Alabama yes. to do it. I mean, it, there was certainly a lot of emotion coming out of that. And it's really cool to see those moments.
0: I loved it. Get, you know, team, whatever you want to show your belly, show your belly. Show you your win belly. A football game, it just an belly, in lo- <laughs> be- belly and a loss is a sad thing. It's team belly and a win, all right. Like yeah. it, like it's got to be, or um, to slam your workspace that yeah. would actually feel really good. And after a tough day, just to beat the shit out of your your notebook and everything else, like that would probably feel pretty good.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna not do it, but I since I work from home, but I because then I have to That's clean true. up the mess. <laughs>
0: That's true. Um, okay, let's talk. Week six, I had to double check that I got that right. I'm like, "Is it mm-hmm. week six already, which is technically kind of the seventh week of football. um this is a peculiar schedule. It's a peculiar it's not like last week you had all these peculiar. peculiar yeah no and and not a, I'm like I think and it'll show up in picks and pints. There's some really contrarian games, and there's some games that I think could inflict some chaos onto the sport again. Now I'm always hoping for chaos, so I'm incredibly biased. Um, this is also a week, by the way, that if you're wrong about your contrarian picks, you can absolutely lose your ass. And there is a distinct <laughs> possibility that I do that. But I guess as I look at lose it, lose your ass. I lose my ass. There, that like it's it's. I'm putting myself out there this week. So as you look at the slate of games, what are you? What's the game you're looking forward to most?
1: Uh, Utah UCLA. Let me know like if UCLA that. is good. I want to see it. I want to know. Because that also determines the fate of USC, in my opinion. If, if UCLA it can beat Utah, they can certainly beat USC. So. All
0: right. Where are we on the points spread? Because this one's moved around a bit. Oh, I'm so not betting not... on
1: this game. No, well, no, no. But, no, but interesting. No, when,
0: I ch- when I checked this morning, it was four and a half.
1: It's Now it's down
0: three and a half. So UCLA getting a little bit of love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I am with you because I know Utah is really good at home. They beat the hell out of Oregon State. Um, certainly, something that USC is going to have to consider. But on the road, like this is a this is a tricky spot. I think that's a really good answer. I think, and I also think it's a great, um, it's a great potential like intel game. I I am mixed on my answer for this.
1: Okay.
0: I'm going to go with Tennessee LSU um, for similar reasons. This point spread is three. Tennessee's only a three-point favorite. I think that would surprise a lot of people, especially because LSU didn't look great against Auburn. Yeah. But again, playing at home and a Tennessee team that still hasn't beaten anybody great, almost lost to Pitt, who just lost to Georgia Tech. Uh, You know where I'm going with this. Picks and pints, by the way. Like, that's a game that I think Tennessee has a lot to prove. Mm-hmm. They got Alabama coming up in a couple of weeks, which is going to be a huge, like a huge game. I cannot wait for that. If they win this game, it's even bigger. Yeah. LSU beat Mississippi State at home. Mississippi State looks like they're not bad. I this is kind of a show me game for the same reason that Utah UCLA is a show me game for you. Yeah, you know, no,
1: it it's basically like how good are you? Are you good enough to challenge the best in your conference? Like, this game is not two of the best teams, but one of you is going to go up against the best team, and we're kind of curious if you are capable of taking them down. Um, So, yeah, no, I absolutely... And, I mean, we have to talk about the Texas A&M-Alabama game. I think that one is more just from an optical standpoint interesting. Um, I'm curious to see what the footage of Saban and um, Jimbo looks like. Um, at the center of the field, you know, during Oh, up, I think definitely. they're
0: friendly again. Oh, I, no, no, I think, no, no, no,
1: They'll be friendly, but I don't... I'm... I still think it's not as friendly as it used to be. I don't think that it's gotten better.
0: Oh, I think they probably scrapped it out. Like, one of them flew in, they went behind the football complex, and they did this, like, West Virginia style, like, beat the shit out of each other, and, like, got I all would, the emotions out. Oh, I, I think that's I what happened.
1: I would pay big money to watch those two and,
0: fight. And, and I think... Uh, but to the point, yes. This is this is the down bad bowl, two bowls. Okay. A uh, and M Alabama, I believe the point spread is twenty four. The the one what? that is yes. Let me double check that.
1: Oh ouch.
0: Now last year Alabama lost, I believe, as a seventeen. Okay,
1: we don't have to talk about it. Talk about a oh, rough enough. weekend.
0: Um, I did not. I was
1: not expecting that.
0: The other game that is always a point in a point of viewing. Red River. Red River rivalry.
1: Yeah, say it 10 like, times a oh, Red River rivalry.
0: Red, Red, did we River do that rivalry? like Red last River year? Rivalry. Like I, I think we did. Red River um, rivalry. Poorly. Red River so rivalry. So no one gives a shit. <laughs> like, no one cares. No. Like, And if Texas loses this game, by the way, it's going to be very, very sad. Texas is a seven-point favorite in this game. Like, if Steve Sarkeesian loses this game, oh, my God. Um, But this is like a week of games that we circled a long time ago. At least I did that don't have the same significance um, as they once did. Like, to, those two in particular, I've been looking forward to for months.
1: Yeah. Kind of kind of a bummer. But, I mean, that's the thing is, like, we're looking at this thinking it's not going to be one of those weekends, and this year has proved that that is just not true.
0: Um, one game that is going to be exciting, and it's in my picks and pints,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Kansas is hosting... MFing college game day. Yes. I I mean you've got Kansas TCU, both undefeated. Believe neither has lost a game against the spread. Kansas is hosting College Game Day. Um for football. For football. <laughs> and then their coach is gonna get paid to go coach Nebraska or Wisconsin or Auburn. But let's not talk about that. So Kansas, like it was ugly last week. They needed Iowa State to miss, like, 50 field goals to yeah. win. Uh, they kind of met their match defensively. At least Iowa State was up for this. So I, I don't really – I've got thoughts on the game. We can save those for picks and pines. You could talk about the game. But, like, I just want to talk about the achievement. Like, this is awesome. Like, this is why I love college football is that Kansas can host college game day and we're not talking about it like a game in December for basketball.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you into um, a little insight of what the Kansas football fan base is like. So I know many Kansas fans. I don't know how that happened, but I know multiple of them. And two in particular. One is just ready for us to tell the story of their head coach, even though he's going to leave them. Um, And then the other is asking me what it would take for Kansas, like an undefeated Kansas, to make the playoff, so that goes to show you their mindset, and I the scenarios like this this uh, particular Kansas fan um, Brooks, if you're listening, hello. Um, but he was like, "What will it take for an undefeated Kansas to get?" In? And I was like, "You honestly would need Georgia and Alabama to one of them to have two losses." Hold you, on, would need, hold on. you would We're need you would need the Pac-12 to at least have a loss, and hold you would on. not if you're an undefeated Big 12 champ. I at can't as Kansas, it would you would need Oklahoma State to even have lost to. Do they do? They don't do divisions no. for well, their championship no, game. No,
0: but this is where I will politely disagree. So, all right, first off, like I love this conversation. I'm here for this fucking dramatically impossible thing. 100%. <laughs> I am so here for this. Okay. Kansas right now has wins at West Virginia, who might be terrible, at Houston, who might be terrible, at versus Iowa State. It's not bad. Through five games, right? Yeah. Like, they're on the upper end of like, hey, has played a decent schedule. They're going to play number 17 TCU. They're going to play at Oklahoma. They're going to play at Baylor. They're going to play Oklahoma State. They're going to play at Texas Tech. They're going to play Texas. They're going to play Kansas State, who's ranked. If Texas wins all of their games. Kansas. I'm sorry. Texas will not win all their games. (laughs) I told you this beer was strong. If Kansas wins all of their games. Yes. They're in the college football playoff.
1: No. You you would have to have. The SEC would have an argument. Two SEC teams would get in. The Big Ten, you could potentially... Kansas's
0: strength of schedule is going to be better than Georgia's.
1: That's not... That's not going to matter. hmm No, it's not. If Georgia's only loss is to Alabama in the national championship, and Alabama, those two are getting in. You're telling me that they would put a undefeated Kansas in over a one-loss Georgia? Yes. No. Yes. There's no world that we live that's in not, that happens impossible. I Actually,
0: I don't know if that's a conversation we need to have. Alabama and Georgia can be in, and Ohio State could be in. Okay, if Clemson goes unbeaten, like yeah, you a would need friend, an
1: ACC team to lose, and you would need a Pac 12 team to lose.
0: That's going to happen. That is going to happen. You know, USC is going to lose to Utah. Like, let's. You don't know let's that, go- though. If, an, if, oh, if USC is
1: undefeated and Kansas is undefeated, who would you put in? Exactly.
0: Oh, Georgia. Um, <laughs>
1: Georgia. U, USC would get in okay. over, and uh, sadly, sadly, this, if. If you put Oklahoma, un- put it up against an undefeated Oklahoma State, okay, and you have a one-loss Pac-12 champ, you're putting well, Oklahoma no, could, State in.
0: Um, If you, if Kansas wins all of their games, I am confident that Clemson and or somebody else is going to lose a football game. We're not going to have five undefeated. Kansas about, undefeated. You
1: could have two Big Ten teams. They're gonna put two SEC can't, and two Big Ten teams wins. in before they put in a undefeated Kansas. Now, I hate to now, say it, I hate it, but now, it's not what I would now. do, but it's what the college football playoff committee would do.
0: This is gonna be a moot point because TCU is gonna kick the shit out of Kansas, <laughs> Kansas this week. <laughs> um, but it's fun. But you this goated, is why we do this you, every week. No, but you goaded you you did this. I fell for it. I baited I didn't you into need it. Need to do this. I didn't. I mm. got
1: baited into it too.
0: God damn it, Kansas, run the table. And then, oh, it'd be great. When we're doing a playoff show on Bleacher Report, like just riled up as shit when Kansas is ranked like 21st and like has I'm sending Brooks
1: a message right now and telling him that this was a very heated discussion on the
0: pod. Oh, man. All right. I need to breathe. (laughs) Sneaky good game on the card this week that you are looking for. Now. I love this. I love the sneaky, sneaky good, game. good game. There's nothing better to me than a sneaky good game. I peruse the schedule. There's a couple. Actually, there's a bunch on here. Definition of sneaky good could vary. But the mm. one that I like could is meri- that meri- like a. It's like a disclaimer. Like you're yeah. going to take like, uh, I don't know. May result in heart attack. May result yeah, in some, some blindness. Heart May result yes. in other things. It's like the two couple sitting in us. the sitting in the bathtub in the middle of the like ocean or something. Yes, that's what you hear. Um, Purdue, Maryland. Perfect segue. Purdue, Maryland. I really am excited about this game. Maryland looks to be pretty good. Purdue, of course, powered by an Iowa transfer, is really good offensively. Purdue could be undefeated. They're not. Uh, they have two losses, Syracuse and Penn State. Could have won both of those games. Maryland hung tough with Michigan. I'm just excited. Like, the line is three. It's at Maryland. Um, I'm just excited about this game. It's also in my locks, but I just think it's a, like a really good, fun game. That's kind of in that second hierarchy of football games.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh, I don't love USC Washington state. It's at USC, but I always, I think every game could be a sneaky, good game versus USC. Cause it's going to be close. They stress me out every weekend where I'm like, really? You're going to lose <laughs> no, but- before I'm ready for you to lose. Like just not yet. So well
0: the, well, the other one in this mix, I BYU versus Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, I um, I thought about that, but I feel like I think Notre Dame might actually win a like quality
0: football game. That's kind of where I'm at. This has been like hovering over locks for me. This has been like one that's been a little bit of a like a temptation. You may you may have just pushed me over the edge here a as temptation. I'm getting ready. No, it is like I'm. I want to believe in Notre Dame, but I'm just scared. I'm just scared to do it. it. But i i think I'm going to do it. My problem with Notre Dame when I see the line like this: Are people just betting Notre Dame because it's goddamn Notre Dame, or is it oh, because they believe Notre Dame is good?
1: I truly believe that the gambling this year is straight up because people like the like Vegas has made everybody absolutely insane. I think we opened up college football, or we've opened up betting to a lot more states. There's a lot more people betting on things. Like college football now. I think now it's harder to know where you should put your money because you're like, there are some people out there that are contrarians that want to make good money off this stuff and are willing to risk it for the biscuit. I feel like people are getting a lot more ballsy and it's become a thing, but we should probably get into picks and pints with that.
0: Yes. Okay. So very excited to do this reveal. This is. Uh, What a great can if you're on YouTube. So this is Ninja versus Unicorn versus Haze. Now, a little backdrop. This is Pipeworks, which is a Illinois brewery. Very, very good. Ninja versus Unicorn, which is a slightly different abbreviated version of this. This is the Hazy IPA. Now, I know you're not a huge beer. (laughs) No. I love a good Hazy IPA. Um, And if you like Hazy IPAs, this is the one for you.
1: Ninja versus Unicorn sounds like something your kids play.
0: Ninja versus, yes. And the can, (laughs) look at that can. I mean, look at that. Like, literally, it's a ninja and a unicorn about to fight. Um, 8% too, which is not a, you know, a bad thing.
1: Um, So how did, how did
0: we do? We don't have to take inventory on the specific records, but how did we do last week? What was the gambling vibes last week? I I I like that question better.
1: I'm on, um, each week things get better. That's where Hmm. I'm at. I went three of two last week. (sighs)
0: So did I. I, I actually did the same.
1: I'm glad that I didn't change the over that you suggested because the under hit in the West Virginia. Okay.
0: I didn't suggest. I you, was like, sweating bullets. No. You, I was you, literally. Ugh. It was I like, it was a very stressful situation that we walked into was do we change? Do we not? I yeah. can tell you that the, I can tell you the worst bet I made last week with Florida State plus seven versus Wake. You boop, were on Wake boop. Forest. Or excuse me, Florida state minus seven. You are in wake plus seven. Mm-hmm. Florida state scored first. I'm like, yes, this is looking good. And then it was dope. like wake, like from that point forward, the best bet I made last week, um, or the funniest was Baylor, Oklahoma state over 57. Um, they scored like 19 points in the first half. Yeah. This the third quarter was Ooh, just wild. It was
1: ridiculous. And you were like, I think there was like, like I 39
0: points. <laughs> yes, I hate this. Was. And then
1: all of a sudden you're like, the uh, over's alive.
0: Yeah. It was it was like, I've never seen a game flip like that. <laughs> we were
1: like, Georgia, it looks bad. And hey, the the over's alive. So
0: <laughs> I I am gonna I I don't say this to be cocky, because oh no, don't do that. I've been picking locks of the week on Bleacher Report for probably t- literally 10 years, maybe 10 years. 10 years. I'm an old. We are at week six, which includes week zero. I've yet to have a losing week. I am ready for it. I actually kind of want it to be here, but it has been a really fun ride. I yeah. know what's coming is that I'm going to win this and then lose five weeks in a row because that's how college, that's how gambling is. But it has been a really... I've enjoyed this immensely because it feels like for like um, I, I sweat, I bet, I do all these things and I want to be right. Um, I've got lucky too. Last week I got Coastal Carolina. There was a Baylor. Like there's been some luck along the way. So the point of this is when you are winning in this college football or anything, enjoy it. Yeah. Like actually lean into it and say this is fun because it's – you know it's going to turn and when it turns, it's going to be bad. And you're going to yeah. feel like the gods are against you. I'm trying to at least enjoy it, Paige, because I know this shit's going to get ugly probably this week. I told you this is contrarian week. It's going to be bad.
1: Yeah. And the opposite of that is when you are down bad and you're trying to get yourself back
0: oh, out there.
1: Um, oh, God. You, baby steps. So each week, trying to have a winning week. I've had, you know, two solid weeks in a row yes, where have. We, things have been better. Um, This week, I decided that it's going to be what I lovingly like to call totals week. Where I, like I am this. not picking a single game based on the spread. I am going with t- point totals all the way through on bets this week because those have served me the best in terms of betting. So let's just make a whole week of it and go <laughs> just full totals on my end. And I that realize I have, ze-
0: I have zero totals. So we're doing the so opposites. I, this may be the first week in in this pod. This is episode 51, which is fantastic, by the way. Um we didn't really lean into episode fifty enough last week. So we
1: do you know that most podcasts don't get past episode? I think it's twenty.
0: I could see why it's fucking hard and like yeah, gotta beg people's first so basically, what,
1: what I'm saying is we're the top one yeah. percent of podcasts. Yeah,
0: thanks y'all. Good but, work, but but it's totally us to celebrate episode fifty-one and not on, 50. on, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. totally
1: us to celebrate yeah. this landmark on episode fifty-one and not fifty. Yes,
0: yes. Um... So, but this is the first week. I don't think we're competing with each other at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe since we've started doing this, there are yeah. no conflicting bets. Which I think is so, best for us. I think it is too. Like this may be the, I have zero totals. You have five. So how do you want to start? You Actually, you start because you are going to the game. I said, we don't care about but you care about.
1: And yeah. you're starting
0: with an under.
1: Yeah. I'm starting with an under. I am taking, wow. I took more unders than I did over, which is not like me, but here we are. I'm not um, value is mostly on the unders here. So Texas, Oklahoma, under 65 and a half.
0: All right. I kind of like this because I think the natural thought is going to be Oklahoma's defense sucks. I think both these teams are going to be a little jittery. I thought about I, I I'm a fan of this play. Thank you. Um, I would like to go to this game, by the way. Like, I've, I've never been okay. to this game. Like, the fried food situation looks great. <laughs> like, it just looks vibes look very high at this game. Vibes look um, great. I, okay, so you were doing totals week. I'm doing bet like an asshole contrarian week. And so a lot of the games this week. Make sure
1: producer Matt fits that all in the the, bet like an asshole (laughs)
0: contrarian. Now, with the exception of maybe one of my bets, which is going to be the opposite. So the first one, I think, is probably one of the more interesting lines on the card Miami minus three and a half versus North Carolina. So who has North Carolina beat that we, like, North Carolina really hasn't beat anybody. So I mean. Drake may is awesome. Like I, I really like him. Miami's going to get right. They had a buy. This is a game where the public, I think is going to be all over North Carolina. You know how I like to go the other way. Miami wins this <laughs> game by a touchdown. And if they don't, they're dead to me.
1: Okay. They, I'm surprised they were dead to me when they played Texas A&M. So that's good that they survived for you. Me too. Um, let's see. Next I've got Arkansas, Mississippi state over 59 and a half.
0: Gonna be points in this game there's gonna be points There's gonna be points in this game i i arkansas is fun arkansas is just this like little team of chaos that just does something More every arkansas. week that i like i know i know but mississippi state is pretty good too like yeah. mississippi state is no joke i just wonder not to this game like what is the emotional state of arkansas right now down like,
1: bad just down score bad. some points and have it's fun tough. just go out there and have fun
0: Go out there and have fun. I am sticking with my contrarian theme, which is Iowa State plus two versus Kansas State. Now, this pains me. Adrian Martinez won me some money a couple of weeks ago. I'm loving what I'm seeing out of Adrian Martinez because he keeps running for like 150 yards. He's chaotic. Iowa State did a lot of awful things to lose a football game last week. They're going to correct those. You're still going to have to make Adrian Martinez throw. It's a tough place to play. This is like a gut check game. Iowa State plus two for me.
1: Okay. I like it. I actually really like that pick.
0: All right, I'm in.
1: Um, Let's see, what do we got? Michigan, Indiana, under 59. I don't think Indiana's going to score any points. So, um,
0: <laughs> like,
1: so I've Indian. seen Michigan not to score 60 points.
0: I like this. It's just there's a lot of unders on this card. For there me. are, it's but you know what? Alarming. It's, it's like a wellness check.
1: <laughs> like Paige, are you okay? Well, it's because this year the over, I feel like has not been great. Like games that what? like normally would be like we can go back to betting the over in the Big 12, I think. But I don't think anywhere else you should be betting the over.
0: I I like this pick, like what happened in Indiana. Like COVID was the was I don't want to say COVID was the best thing that happened in Indiana, but during the COVID year, like think like <laughs> like I, did, I said, I didn't want to say it, and I said it. But that COVID year, it was like, oh my god, they were running right. And then, no, their quarterback transferred. He might be good now at Washington.
1: Who knows? Oh, I,
0: I I agree with you. All right.
1: Speaking of, yeah, I was gonna say speaking of teams who might be good, <sighs> feel free to take take your LSU pick
0: plus in. three versus Tennessee. So these first three games, I am banking on the odds and these contrarian plays. Tennessee. Almost lost to Pitt, who sucks. Mm-hmm. Tennessee was good against Florida. Not great. Screwed around and didn't cover. This is their second true road game. Baton Rouge just kind of like, this place knows how to deliver. I, I like Tennessee, and I think collectively as a community, maybe we've got a little, we've overrated Tennessee. And that's where I'm at right now.
1: Okay. I think maybe they'll show us that they're a quality team.
0: So you disagree with this pick. So I disagree Very with your pick. Very blatantly disagree with the pick. Fair enough. See, we I could get some it. dissension regardless of the picks. Yeah, I'm not right going to put summer. my
1: name on the line for Tennessee here, but yeah. I, uh, I'm i okay with with saying it out loud to you. Um, this next game is one that we're both betting on, but obviously I'm taking the total. Yes. You were taking the, the points here. I am uh, going TCU Kansas under 68 and a half. I feel like that's a lot of points. That's a lot. I, of points.
0: I agree with you. I almost took that too. I think everyone's just assuming this is going to be like 50 to 55. Uh, I don't think it will be. In fact, Kansas last week did not look great offensively. I like TCU minus seven. This line has shot up. I think it was opened at five, it's up to seven. Like, contrarian place to start. This is a very public play. People are on TCU. I, I have my doubts, my very polite doubts. On Kansas, and I think TCU actually is a real problem. I think Sonny Dykes is a good counter as a coach. They have a good quarterback. Like TCU is a team that, like you talk about teams that could make. Th- I don't want to open up the, the discussion actually because the playoff undefeated thing. Let's not do that. It, we already we already had it out. Mm-hmm. TCU is good. They're going to win this game by more than seven.
1: Okay. Um. Let's see. Utah, UCLA, under sixty four and a half. I think. This is kind of risky. This is probably my riskiest pick because I do think if there's going to be a game with a lot of points that I'm taking the under, this is probably one I'm going to sweat out just because I think it can get out of hand one way or the other, like one side. So
0: I think that's a fair assessment of that. Um, yeah. But I kind of like it too. If All your totals, I think I'd be on the same side as you. I, I don't have any disagreements on those, okay. unlike you with my picks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maryland <laughs> minus three versus Purdue. What I knows. think Maryland's what good football I, game to bet on. <laughs> no, it's great. Like it's a, it's like they're evenly matched home field, three points. And then we're away and we go, I'm going to bet on Tua's younger brother. Who's been quite good to Leah, mm-hmm. um, to do the thing. And they've got great weapons. I thought about going with the over in this game. I'm going to stay away. I think, but the over in this game was a possibility I think Maryland is a team on the verge of being ranked. And I think after this week, they will be ranked in the top 25, which, of course, you and I can talk about on Sundays when we do our AP poll breakdown, which has been a lot of – Yeah, you like that? Excellent
1: segue. That was amazing. We do, in fact, go live in the Bleacher Report app um, on Sundays at 11 11 a.m. Pacific 2?
0: 1 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. 2, Central 2, p.m. 2 p.m. Eastern. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Don't worry. We got all time zones covered. Um, Even though we will be
1: all, in different time zones.
0: <laughs> we, we, yeah, yeah. We're going to be in I different time zones. I love how we both
1: had that realization at the exact same time.
0: Um, also, just a reminder Game Day Upset with yes. Municipal. So, again, I love this because it, like every week, every Friday and Saturday, we put out the tweets. Give us your best Game Day Upset picks. So, all you got to do. Pick a team that's an underdog by a point spread. There's some, like by way of example, there's some games this week where ranked teams are ranked, but they're actually under, no, no, point spread driven. Give us a team, give us a score. Biggest deficit to actually win the game wins. We've had like three touchdown dogs win and you win uh, municipal gear, which I'm getting all the information for and there'll be stuff sending out here hopefully this week. Yes. It's on me, slow as usual, but it's been fun. I love the responses on these because some of them are like complete horseshit. Like my team's really bad. How about this? And some are like calculated, like assassin attempts of getting and threading a needle on a good spot. So I want to see what we have. And I try to respond to all these selections with a gif. It's getting harder to do though, because there's a lot of selections out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, it's very interesting how people can pick some of these crazy upsets that we've had over the last couple of weeks. Um, Maybe this will be a normal weekend, but I highly doubt it.
0: I Um, highly doubt it.
1: Yeah, I highly doubt it. Do we have any uh, random shit that we want to talk about? I feel like we did have something that you and I talked about. Yeah,
0: I got to talk about my fucking baseball team. Um, Yeah,
1: I was like, I knew there was something. That wasn't me trying to play it up for you, Kramer. That was really...
0: (laughs) Why are you so happy? Like, why are you like so all right so the Mets have won 100 games this year they're in a rain delay in 162 which is perfect as we record this um uh, this is this is like a weird situation now it gets better though I'm going to tell you why this is even weirder so the Mets had like one of their best seasons ever and they were still a crushing public disappointment to me which Mm -hmm. they always do but here's my problem page Friday night my daughter is having a birthday party at the house that's been planned for many, many weeks where there's going to be five to seven eight-year-old girls sleeping over at my house, okay? (laughs) Now, I am supposed to be in charge of my two boys, the two, like the lions, okay? Not an easy assignment. We got the Mets on. It's 7.07 Central Time since we're going time zones. I'm trying to figure out how to manage this. I've got an issue here. Now, Jason, neighbor Jason, has offered... Asylum to come over, group the kids together. uh, have the game on. We also have a Nebraska Rutgers game on. Oh, so there's a there's a lot going on here.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so I've got to figure out how I'm going to manage my family and my shitty baseball team in one evening, and right. I don't have great answers right now. So I'm I'm working through it.
1: That is that's a tough look. That's a really tough look. I don't. Um, and you would all, I'd rather not make the playoffs than have to sweat that out. Um, which is what my baseball team is doing period. Um, but yeah, that's, that's rough. And also like when you're around little kids, I mean, you're pretty good at it. You're good at not swearing and getting upset, but I feel like this is a, a situation where it's been a long time coming and you really would like to, to make a run.
0: I, uh, I actually may have tickets if they make it to the next round in New York uh Papa Kramer is ready. So if they can make it past there, there's an opportunity to go see my disappointing baseball team in person, which I'd like very much. But okay. you know how this goes. Yeah. Like I know how this goes. Like that's a this is part of the nightmare. That is being a Mets fan. Or not. Maybe this is the year. But either way, that's it. Um do you have any other random items?
1: No, not that I can think I th-
0: of. Oh, actually, I we- yes, yes, I do.
1: I oh I think I mentioned this last week, but because I've become a fan of a Premier League team and I watch Formula One, my like sleep schedule on weekends is really messed up. Like I was up at four thirty on Saturday and five a.m. on Sunday, okay, to watch a soccer game and uh, a race and qualifying after the soccer game at four thirty. So Saturday I got up at four thirty, watched the soccer game, watched uh, Formula One qualifying at like six, I think, and then um, football started at nine. So that was
0: so. Be pretty honest. wild. Are Saturday. you, are you tired? Are you falling asleep? Are you dozing during these games?
1: No, like- no, 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 no. If I'm up, I'm up. That's how my personality is. Um, but by 11 PM on Saturday, I was, ho, oh, I was ready for bed. We, <laughs> and we, I get up on Sunday and do it all over again. Um, but what's so hilarious is that I was so excited because I'm going to New York on Friday, and so this weekend I'm going to be in New York, so I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be later New York time for me to have to get up. I'll be adjusted by day one. I, I am usually up pretty early when I get there. Okay, so it turns out my soccer team plays at 11.30 um, in the morning on Saturday, which are on Sunday, which is a good thing, but the Formula One race is in Japan, and so it's a Saturday night race. The race is at one in the morning, New York time. So like the one time that I am on the East Coast where it could change it up, it's at one in the morning
0: on a college
1: football Saturday night. So I'm, it's fine, but I just feel like the, um, the sports gods are like testing me and they're like, okay, we're going to see if you're really a fan. Okay. Because we want you to stay up as late as possible. And mind you, I still have to get up early on Sunday because, one, I have to get a workout in before I go and actually watch the soccer game that's at 11.30. And then we also have the live stream at 2 o'clock local time uh, oh, yes. in New York. So I got a busy Ooh. Sunday, too. I can't just sleep in. And then when Monday comes along, I got a job I got to get up for. So really, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is I'm very tired. I'm very tired.
0: I didn't even think of this. How what Your New York stay, is it long? Are you...
1: Uh, yeah, like and then for a h- whole week.
0: There may be some no punts allowed crossing paths here if the Mets. Don't I was thinking bed. that, but
1: I wasn't sure because I was going to say, "Oh, I, we'll be
0: back. I don't. know. I leave, there may I leave be.
1: Friday morning, though. Stay tuned. Say really early Friday morning, so it would have to be like.
0: Fucking goddamn Padres are going to win anyway, so it's not going to matter. But stay <laughs> tuned.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I I um sources say I might be attending a Yankees playoff game, but.
0: Oh no kidding. Yeah that's awesome.
1: Yeah, well Not as nice
0: as City Field, but very nice.
1: I I've been to both. Um
0: don't do this to me right now. I, I nice. like I like
1: the Met Stadium. I, I really enjoyed it. I actually got to sit in the like luxury seats. So I had a friend who worked for oh god, people are gonna be so mad at me that I don't know this. Is it SNY?
0: S N Y, yes. Yes.
1: So it works for SNY and they have company seats in the nice little like luxury area. Oh, yeah. And we had some seats that were like out in like, I don't know like over by first base that were a little bit higher up. And yeah. um, we like rotated, we like swapped after so people could sit in like the luxury seat. So I have gotten to sit in the luxury area of that stadium. and It was pretty cool. The food That's was awesome. Good. Where they had oh, like the little waiters good. and they bring up, I mean, I would food. love to do that at Yankee stadium, but it's very pricey.
0: Oh yes. No, the food and beer at city are great. I'm, I'm hopeful. Like I will be honest. My I sports these, teams. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. My sports teams disappoint me as you yeah. know, um, so. the, the Jets actually have been, are not very good, but are lively. Yeah. The Mets are actually very good, but have been like
1: trying to crush your You
0: dreams. know, trying to crush my dreams. But I am excited to watch playoffs. Like, this is not a normal thing for me. Yeah. So I am ex- actually like jazzed up to see how this looks. I love when you like, say
1: things like jazzed up.
0: <laughs> dad shit. Real dad shit.
1: Real dad stuff. But yes. yeah, with that, I think that's all of our random shit. Maybe there will be some crossover. Maybe we'll get an in person. Yes, no puns allowed. No puns. Who knows? But we will be on the road, so bear with us. the The lighting and the uh, the audio may be a little bit rough. Timing
0: too. We have to sort through all that. We haven't talked about it yet. And we'll, you we guys will... know
1: we are just great with.
0: Oh. <laughs> God. But there will be beer. The last time I think we did, I was in a hotel, uh, which I may be actually for next episode. Uh, was the canned margarita canned margarita situation. incident
1: of season one mm.
0: that was a <laughs> uh, that was a moment Yeah. so if we get one of those I think everybody's in for a treat yeah. so with that um, anything else? nope I think we're good alright Paige I'm Adam we will talk to you guys next week probably